common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby. Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. And now we are joined by Congressman Daryl Issa of California, Republican. Congressman, um, we want to talk with you about UNRWA, which is the United Nations Relief Agency, which gives the funding for Palestine. But before we get into that, okay, I want to ask you your thoughts first off about this Robert Herr uh, report that just came out. Well, uh, first of all, I think it's sad for the president's family, and it's uh, it's sad for America at the same time. Uh, we've had three years of a president so diminished that not only does he not know about his crimes, um, but he doesn't, as was stated, he doesn't know about his son and other leaders. And he's been going around the world meeting with global leaders who all see that. Uh, even uh, our former speaker, Kevin McCarthy, had said early on that, uh, you know, he was he had good days and bad days. And he said his good days aren't good. Uh, and he was one of the few that got to meet with the president at all. He's been isolated. So, you know, I heard the discussion about the 25th Amendment. Uh, it's really too late for that. The damage has been done. We're in global wars uh, that were the result of a la- lack of leadership. Uh, you know, we have one after another policies that are, uh, I hope, to be reversed. But they're not going to be reversed by this administration. It's certainly not by the vice president if she's elevated. So we are in a a, a tenuous situation in which the whole world now officially knows uh, the dementia of the president uh, at a time when they were counting on America to uh, uh, to lead us out of these problems. And, of course, they were also counting on, uh, you know, Secretary uh, of Defense, who, you know, Austin, who uh, lied to us and deceived us and put us in peril. So all of these things are kind of coming together at a time when we need uh, Reagan-type leadership and transparency, and we just don't have it. You know, um, Congressman, you think about leadership, you talk about all the wars and hotspots. Uh, your big issue, I know, and, and we say bravo to this, that you are looking to uh, defund, uh, to pull the funding for the United Nations Relief and Works Agency for the Palestinian refugees. It's known as UNRWA. Uh, some of the reports that came out about their involvement, some that they were actually part of like the hostage taking, holding some of the hostages there that were taken from Israel on October 7th. And the stunning breadth of how many within the agency, the fact that this administration is not automatically saying, forget it, we're not going to fund them anymore. They shouldn't have even started the funding because Trump Trump stopped it because of some of the educational stuff that was happening with this agency. But for them to play a role in the hostage taking, talk about what you're doing with that and where you think that's going to go. Well, the reason I've called for permanent defunding of UNRWA is that for decades, uh, in plain sight, they've taught hate to generations of Palestinians. And we saw this manifest itself on October 7th. Uh, we've got to change the education system. We've got to change the support system. And quite frankly, since we, we have been historically one of the major funders, we also have to have it be uh, teaching, uh, you know, the positive things that could be taught to people if they're ever going to have a two-state solution. So, uh, you know, it, it does, uh, look, I'm not somebody who says cut off the money and, and just save the money. I think we have to reverse the teaching, and we're not going to do it with a U.N. organization. And I repeat, we're not going to do it with a U.N. organization. It's going to have to be uh, an organization, if there's going to be one, that's built from the ground up 
to be supportive of real democracy, real human rights, and a recognition uh, that the people living on the other side of the border are people, not an enemy, not some sort of a demon to be eradicated. That didn't happen uh, for the entire 20 plus years that I've served in Congress. I've been upset about it and calling for it. The Israelis have been giving us examples of the hate that they have been taught. So yes, on October 7th, sort of their 9-11, we saw the UN storing weapons, participating in the actual attack and helping cover it up. That seems outrageously simple to say it's a bad act, but their defense is, well, you know, that's just a few bad players. No, the organization, and we have plenty of proof of it, has been systematically to thousands of teachers putting in the book hate, teaching hate, and causing hate. So and, and we're funding we them. And we're funding them. I mean, that's what's important. Oh. A lot of the money is coming from us. Oh, so much so that not only did they go back on pay, but this president, this president who is uh, now we know uh, in dementia, in fact, gave him $100 million, sort of like a one-time bonus to make up for the time that Trump wasn't funding. That is what we're, we're, we're dealing with. And it's the reason that the, the money's on a pause. We need to make sure that pause is forever. Uh, and if we're going to help teach uh, the 2.2 million people in Gaza and the others in the West Bank to be uh, independent, we're going to have to start over and undo decades of hate, hate teaching. And we're not going to do it using the U.N. They've proven for decades that they're the wrong organization for it. They hire the wrong people and they allow the wrong things to happen. Yeah, we have definitely seen a pattern there, especially it's, it's I think the lid's been blown off of it after October 7th. Uh, Congressman Darrell Issa, so great to have you here on Cats and Cosby. We really appreciate it. And you keep us posted. We'd love to have you back on again soon. We, we sure will. And we'll be looking for that 25th Amendment discussion. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Th- thank you, Congressman.